Hello and welcome to the Total Entertainment Podcast with me, Paul Collis. Today, we're going to go over the supporting artist for James Blunt's tour, which was Gavin James. Let's get on it, shall we? Supporting James Blunt today is Gavin James. Gavin Wigglesworth, known professionally as Gavin James, is an Irish singer-songwriter. In March 2013 and March 2016, he won the Choice Music Prize Irish Song of the Year Award. Gavin was born in Dublin on the 5th of July 1991, hi his little baby, and grew up in a household surrounded by music. Gavin's dad would play Cat Stevens, Sam Cooke and Bob Dylan, whilst his sister Emma sang and, and toyed with a musical in Ireland. James's great-grandparents were opera singers and his grandfather was, stand, was a stand-up comedian and whistler. So he was set up for life, I suppose, in the entertainment industry. <laughs> James began playing music on a rock band at the age of eight and writing his own songs. The rock band was short-lived after a falling out over an alleged paranormal experience. However, James continued to perform solo, playing numerous gigs for years and building his audience. By age 21, he had begun focusing on his songwriting and playing open mic nights. In 2013, James independently released the single Say Hello, which won the Media Choice Award for Song of the Year. By 2015, James had signed deals with Sony in Europe and Capitol Records in in America. Okay, so let's take a look at his discography. So he released Bitter Pill in 2016. He released Only Take It Home in 2018 and Boxes in 2020. So, and he's got a few live albums. So he's got Live at the Wheelands, which he released in 2015. And he's got extended plays for Remember Me in 2014, For You in 2015. And he's done remixes for for you in 2015 so let's have a look at singles so say hello in 2012 the book of love in 2014 for you in 2015 bitter pill and 22 in 2015 2016 he had nervous the ooh song mark mckay remix he also had in 2017 i don't know why and Hearts on Fire. 2018 he released Always and Glow. 2019 he released Faces and 2020 he released Boxes. In 2016 he also did Fairy Tale of New York and Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. So nice little eclectic mix of different types of stuff and yeah two Christmas songs. Can't go wrong with that. <laughs> well, but he did two different versions of Christmas songs, but not his own. But still, a different version is a different version. Beats are listening to the same versions on the radio. So now we've had a little bit of intel on Gavin James. We'll be back after this. So not only does Master X Media have a series of podcasts but we also have a series of books the first book is actually two books it's volume one and volume two of a tribute to working at sea the best fiction is based on truth this is a compilation of short stories rants and poems loosely based on the author's experience at working on a cruise ship some of these stories are based on actual events but highly exaggerated whilst other stories are pure fiction The title of the book, A Tribute To, 
is fitting with the tone of the book because like a tribute act it is a blatant altered reality where you can enjoy it knowing it's not quite the truth there are things of alcoholism which used to be highly prevalent within workers in the cruise industry as well as stories with a sexual nature so sit down relax and enjoy the ride of a tribute to working at sea volumes one and two all of these books are available on amazon and are available in paperback and on kindle and the links for all these books are in the description below. And we're back. So I've just had a look at Gavin James's show. Now, Gavin James started in silhouette from uh, four backlights, nicely positioned from the uh, ladder trusses. And as soon as he began to sing, his follow spot picked him up. Well, it should have picked him up, it was late, unfortunately. Sometimes these things happen. You might just not be yet quick enough on the follow spot. Although these are robo spots, so you're not uh, overlooking the stage um, in the auditorium. You could be anywhere in the wings, backstage, in the corridor, wherever there's a little bit of space, depending on where the room is. But that's just how it goes sometimes, you can't always be accurate, although um, from my own personal experience as being a full spot operator many many years ago, I was a marksman so I never missed a target, although yet again I've never used a robo spot, so swings and roundabouts I have to say, swings and roundabouts. Now Gavin James, he has a very large vocal range, I mean he goes from mid-low right up to falsetto and when he does his falsetto it is not strained at all and he has absolute control over that power sometimes when someone falsettos like ah, it like that for example they just can't hold it they strain their voice but no gavin james's falsetto was absolutely spot on every time as though it was a yeah, cd recording although he was playing live and i can guarantee he was playing live he has absolute control on that falsetto as a support artist, his patter between songs was it was aimed at getting the crowd going and he deliberately made the crowd go by you know winding them up in a good way, you know. Come on, give me a cheer if you like James Blunt, cheer if you like this song, and the audience they were lapping up, they loved it. And when he started, the arena was like 40% full, and by the time his set finished, it was uh, 75% full. So that's a good uh, range of people coming in during his set. And what I noticed during this, the uh, audience were getting louder and louder with the applause, obviously because more people coming in and uh, as soon as the song's finished, there's more people chorusing the applause. It was great to see, especially after having a uh, seven week lockdown. Well, a seven week effective lockdown. Well, a lockdown in all but name where we couldn't open up. So nice, nice to hear that again after seven long weeks. One thing I noticed about Gavin James, because I don't know anything about him really, I don't know his songs by name, but I pretty much recognised every single song he was singing, obviously from Radio Play. Now, not being a Gavin James fan, I, would, I just don't know the names of the songs, but every time he started to sing, I'm like, yep, I know that song, yep, I know that song, just from being on the radio, being on TV and whatnot, 
always using background songs on the TV as far as I'm aware. And uh, yes, commercial radio as well as uh, adverts on YouTube as well. You hear it all the time. The lighting for Gavin James's set was kept basic. It had a handful of LED uh, units from the back trusses. Only a small amount of them because uh, they didn't want to ruin the effect of James Blunt's main show. He had some uh, side lights from the floor and a little bit of front light from the floor as well. So it looked good. It looked ba although even though it was basic, it was done nice and constructively. All the uh, all the lights that were used, they were used very well. So he had about 25% of all of the uh, lights on the stage. It, it looks good. Visually, it looks pretty good for uh, being a basic lighting setup. And when I say basic lighting setup, you had all the uh, lights pretty much in the same position. They had changed the washers, they changed the spots to uh, give different colours and a little bit of a go-by breakup. And yeah, and it just worked really well. VT-wise, you had his name up on the bottom of each uh, screen and extreme close-ups using the front cameras, bit of side camera and uh, even the back camera. There's a camera at the back of the stage which gives a nice little view from the drum riser, from James Blunt's drum riser shall we say. It gives a nice little view into the audience and every time the camera's pointed into the audience you have people go and loving it as well because they're seeing themselves on the big screen. It looks good, especially with a few of the visual effects on there. Although they didn't go heavy on those effects because uh, those are obviously being reserved for uh, James Blunt. Now, the clarity of the sound was is great. You couldn't ask for a better uh, noise engineer, to be honest. You could hear every distinct instrument and nothing was competing with each other. It was just perfect within the mix. And uh, when you uh, add that into the mix for the vocals, it just... It just felt very smooth and um, it felt very smooth and easy to listen to. There was absolutely no feedback whatsoever, which is amazing. Love a show that goes absolutely perfect without feedback. And it was very easy on the ears, very easy on the ears. Not effect heavy, which is great because I love vocals without effects. Just a little bit of reverb to wet up his voice. So yeah, it was very good. Very good and refreshing to listen to that. Now, how did the audience uh, like their performance? Well, they were his fans. Not only did they have James Blunt fans in there, but they definitely had Gavin James fans in there. And as I said earlier on, as the arena was filling up, the applause was getting louder and louder after every song. And especially where uh, he was doing the audience participation by asking them directly, do you love this? Do you love that? and you know just asking direct questions where they're just screaming and cheering on it was great it was great thank you for listening to this podcast if you've enjoyed today's podcast why not hit like subscribe and share and also we have some story podcasts that you might be interested in we have a tribute to men that hate their jobs which is which is a nice bit of uh, comic fantasy about a man who lost his ideal job during the pandemic and his shenanigans about coping with his job that he really, really hates.
we have 30 years since which is set 30 years after an alien invasion where the humans lost and we have gumshoe which is uh which is set in the near future the year is 2055 and uh, and where the police been defunded it will cost a thousand pounds a day for a police investigation so the government passed a uh, new law the pi act where pe where people could become a private investigator and charge anything they wanted which would obviously which would definitely undercut the police so we can say so people can afford their justice and detective percival vert is a real nasty mean, nasty mean misogynistic piece of garbage and it is blood it is hilarious just li just have a listen to it the link for all these podcasts are in the description below so until next time guys, bye for now.